Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's a touchdown! The sack sets it up. The defense held. The electrifying hill finishes it off for Tua Tungvaluwa. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth with you. We're back to the games, and we will get to the aforementioned Miami Dolphins offense in just a bit. But first, let's start with the Bills and the Commanders. The Bills are on the road, but they are six-and-a-half-point favorites. The total is 43. Joe, I got a question for you. Serious mm-hmm. question that could very well change the landscape of BetQL Daily forever when we look at what we care about on this program and how we endorse ourselves. Because yeah. we were a commander show for a good <laughs> bit of the preseason. And then we stopped being a commander show after that performance by Washington against the Cardinals, and rightfully so. We absolutely should have stopped being a commander show. However, can we and should we start becoming a commander show once again? And the reason why I ask is because I think one of the things that we forget when evaluating Sam Howell, the quarterback for the commanders, is that he's only had three professional starts in his young career this is start number four and he's going up against the bills and that is a tough defense to go up against and that that's why the spread is six and a half here even though they're at home but to me i think what howell did in the last game against the broncos was really impressive the cpoe the total epa all of that stuff they were positive so i think he's on an uptick And I think it's okay to start thinking about the commanders once again in a positive light. And I think it is possible for us to be a commander show once again. What say you? Oh, and by the way, that happened in Denver. You just don't go to Denver and beat them typically in most years early in the season dealing with that altitude. And he was able to overcome that. They're down by 18 points and he leads them to a comeback. This is a strange situation, situationally, because you have a 2-0 team that's a home dog. Like, that's the perception of the commanders. They're frauds. They stink. And look, I I mentioned them in my top three because we were going over the worst 2-0 teams. But I think that you might be right. Because what if Howell's good? The the whole idea that the commanders are a fraud, they're not as good as their record, is based on Howell sucking, right? I mean, that's the idea, yes. that he's he's not a good quarterback. Are we sure of that? Are we sure? Because based on what I've seen so far, we don't have evidence. Right, the sample size is so small that last week was his fir- the first road win of his career. Like Just because he's been around, people think that he has more experience than he actually does. But Howell might have it. He might be a good quarterback. And all and this entire idea of the commanders being a fraud might be off base because of that. Now, the defense, there's no questions there. The way that they're playing, 
The way Deron Payne has forced four turnovers in his first two games, there are absolutely no questions about that, Aaron. And I would say against the Bills, yes, tough matchup. But there are some key players popping up on the injury report. Leonard Floyd, limited. He's been dealing with an ankle. Uh, Micah Hyde, their terrific safety, limited yesterday's practice. So that is something to keep a close eye on uh, if some injuries end up popping up uh, today in the final injury report for the Bills. Commanders are not frauds, and I'm with you. I think Sam Howell can be good. The defense is living up to expectations, and I think Eric Bieniemy deserves a lot of credit for the way the offense is playing. I still like the Bills on the side here, and mm-hmm. the Commanders are going to get their first loss of the season. It's going to happen at home. It's coming. I don't think it's going to be by double digits. I, I think this will be a higher-scoring game. I really do. I might look at the over in this one. Uh, will it be a, a more than a touchdown? Uh, it is it, low. It's tough. It's a low total, yeah. and it's been dropping. It it's been low. dropping a lot. When it was first posted, it was forty six. We're down to forty three right now. I think the over both these teams, you know, can put up points. Which team has the better defense? I mean, I do think the Bills could probably get some stops late if this was a closer game. I think, I think overall, Washington does. You do? Washington might. Yeah. They might? I think they do. Yeah. And the wow, other thing, too, the is... Commanders. Yeah, right? I, we might be a commander show again. We're going to have to go to again. Kinko's and, like, get new banners and stuff. Yeah, we're going to have to go back over there. Like, I, I hope we kept the receipts. <laughs> That'd be nice. We'll, we'll see. We can I want... Okay, you know, yeah, here, I'll tell you this, and this might not make any sense. If we're sitting six and a half still, right? If yeah. it's seven... If it's seven, I'm on Washington. For okay. sure. I'm for sure yeah. on Washington. I, I'm leaning that way right now at, at six and a half. But at seven, that's, that's where I take Washington. I think during one of our breaks, we were having a little parlor game as far as what teaser I like. This is the other leg. I like the Saints. Move that to plus seven and a half, preferably plus eight. But the other teaser leg I like here is Bills minus a half because we have seen Josh Allen get rattled a little bit against a stout defense, just like we saw in that Jets performance. That could very well happen again. And because of that, yeah, I think Buffalo's winning this game. I'm comfortable saying that. But six and a half is a lot, especially if Allen gets rattled a little bit and this Washington defense proves something and Sam Howell continues to be on an uptick with Eric Bieniemy as his offensive coordinator. There are enough upticks for the commanders where I think this can be a close game. But is Buffalo going to win? Yeah, I'm more than comfortable saying that. And so that's the teaser play I like more than anything else, Joe. Okay, very good. I like... I, I like the angle there, we, but we, it sounds like we all believe that Washington's going to be in this game. That's going to be an interesting atmosphere. Yeah. Aaron knows better than us. Like there, there's a lot of sold high out hopes again for this team now. Sold out, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. No, people. It's uh, great around here. I mean, people are into the team again. It's awesome to see people going to the games yeah. again. A lot of people were just out on Dan Snyder and wouldn't support him by showing up to FedEx field. And it's just great to see that it's sold out again and people are, there's a buzz. There's a buzz around here. 
It's a uh, reason why the NFC East has to have all four teams playing well and being popular, Joe. Like, if any one of those four is not popular in some way, then I think it just hurts the product in general. Giants. That's another reason to back the Commanders. They're going to get the Giants a couple times. Like, they're terrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know it was a bad matchup last night, but I don't have a lot of high hopes. I mean, we talked about them finishing in fourth place all summer, too. So that's interesting. Uh, it, it's a it's a trend, a historic trend. I'm not I'm not saying it's actionable. I just find it interesting how few this few times this has happened. Two and zero home dog, home dog. So week three, you're at home. You're sitting with a two and zero record, and you're an underdog. It's happened nine times in twenty years. Nine Amazing. times. That dog is is seven and two against the spread. Nine times. Ferris <laughs> Bueller. Ferris. There you go. I, I hated him. The principal. I was so happy when the dog got yeah. him and get the mud all in the shoes. It's a great moment. Right. <laughs> Jennifer Grey comes out and basically just ruins this whole argument. Oh, I hated her too. A lot of hateable yeah. characters in that movie. Even Ferris. It was like a Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. In that movie. Did not hate he him. He was such a creep at the jail. <laughs> such a creep. <laughs> Cameron's lovable. There's Cam, but you know. Yeah, absolutely. Who yeah. then was in succession many, many years later. So just another reason why he was he was fantastic. Yeah, amazing. What a circle. All right, let's move on now to the Broncos and the Dolphins. Gummy bear? Uh, here's a two and O team we do love. Uh, definitely in the conversation for be- at least best offense in football. Dolphins six and a half point favorites against Denver. The total is forty eight. Joe, what stands out to you in this one? Oh, man. <laughs> Sean Payton, you, how are you going to bounce back after that loss to Washington last week? That home loss, you're up by 18 and you give it up. You know, offensively, they're moving it. Like, I'm not saying he's unlocked Russ, but just the perception of Denver is changing. I don't know that it's reached everyone, but it was. They can't do anything on offense. They can play defense, and that's the only chance they have. Oh, and they traded for us. Everything's going to change now. Now they have a great offense, and it's been a disaster. And now you look at them, 5.5 yards per play, seventh best. You know, some, some of the metrics suggest that Russ has actually been all right. They're moving the football. but They haven't won a game. They haven't covered a game. And now you're going against the best offense in football and Mike McDaniel. And McDaniel's going to find those weaknesses in the Broncos' defense. Waddle missing. I don't think he's going to play, guys. I'm not expecting it. Didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday, and his concussion. And when I hear McDaniel speak, it doesn't sound like he's going to rush this one at all. And it doesn't sound like he's going to be out there. Will it hurt them? I don't think so. I think they'll be just fine because you still have Tyreek and you don't have Belichick trying to take him away. On the other side with this uh, Broncos defense, and they have other players that can step in and be just fine. I want to see what this Dolphins defense is. Like, what do we have here? Is it closer to week one against the Chargers or what we saw last week on Sunday night against the Patriots? Like, Vic Fangio, uh, I I think this is one of the better, you know, I guess I don't want to say coordinator matchups because it's Sean Payton, but Sean Payton against Vic Fangio, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this one plays out. I don't have, I don't have a play yeah. on the side or the total, 
but I'm really interested in what happens here. Tua's been great at home. He's now the sole MVP favorite. Let's see if it continues. I like Dolphins minus six and a half. They've been averaging 30 points per game. I don't think this the Broncos are any good. I like rooting for chaos. I'd like to see them lose again. <laughs> and see what starts to happen in Denver, (laughs) what the storylines are. Everyone's going to start to be mad. It's going to get frustrating. I'm all for it. I just think this Miami's offense has been moving along quite nicely, and I just don't think the Broncos have the talent to stick around in this game. And I made the argument, Aaron, yesterday on Let's Be Sharper that all of the penalties that the Broncos Mm -hmm. are committing are happening in high-leverage situations. And to me, that's quasi-sticky. That will probably happen again, especially if Mike McDaniel knows this. Maybe you can bait the Broncos into additional penalties in high-leverage spots. So to me, I think Miami is just going to be the smarter football team. And even if uh, Jalen Waddell's not there, Joe, I agree with you. Braxton Berrios, not a bad receiver. River Craycraft, I think he can do some good good things in this game. So this is one where I want to look at those secondary tertiary receivers for them to go off. And Aaron, I completely agree with you. I think the Dolphins can cover a rather large number and maybe do this going away. Yeah. I I think as long as Tua's healthy and the offense is playing like it is, I'm just going to continue to back the Dolphins. I, I can't find reasons not to, especially against this Broncos team. Yeah, betting exactly opportunities right. if Waddle is out. I don't see a yardage yet, but Craycraft, he would step in in Waddle's absence. He's 3-1 to one to score an anytime touchdown. Like that, That's something that mm. I would take a look at in this offense. I love that one. That's a great find. Yeah. Okay, let's move on now to the Patriots and the Jets. And one angle we haven't really talked about all week long, Joe, that I think we need to is the weather. It's one of the reasons why, despite uh, anemic quarterback play, uh, by these these two gunslingers, we also could have some bad weather in this game. When I'm looking at uh, the forecast, we could have wind gusts of more than 25 miles per hour, which means they're probably sticking to the ground game just a little bit more. How do you see this game playing out? Uh, yeah, for sure. And, and it's funny, like earlier in the week, I thought that everyone was going to be on the side that I'm on, which made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And as I talk to more and more people, I'm like, oh, there are a lot of people making a case for the home dog in the Jets. And I like that. And that's probably why the numbers come down a little bit, because at times this week it was touching three. Now we're back down to two and a half. So, look, I didn't think this game was going to be played much through the air anyways. So maybe you want to take a look at that total as the, uh, the clock will continue to tick. So that'll be an interesting angle. You know, I'm begging. I'm begging the Patriots. Stop putting everything on Mac Jones. You know what you are. Play defense. Run the football. And guess what? Because of the Rodgers injury, it's the same exact situation with the Jets. These teams are going to have to be the same to win games this year. It's going to be about running the football and playing defense, or Zach Wilson is going to get you in a lot of trouble. There's a reason that he, he already leads the league in interceptions on the season. Uh, the Jets have not beaten the Patriots the last 14 times, 14 times, <laughs> uh, 2015 was the last time that that happened. Explosive mm. plays with the wind going against the Patriots. It's not going to happen. Wilson hasn't completed a pass of 20 yards or more yet this year. So that's a big concern to me. I mean, bottom line, I, I understand the chatter about Brees Hall and they're going to run the ball, but I'm on the Patriots 
And maybe it's not the smartest thing, but it's inside of a field goal with such a low total to take the favorite. But that's where I'm at. Pats figure it out. Win in a desperate spot. Real quick, Pats Brees Hall, 43 and a half. There you go. Uh, Brees Hall, over 43 <laughs> and a half rushing yards. I think he could go off in a game like this. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we look at the primetime games with Raiders and Steelers leading the way on Sunday Night Football. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.